Welcome and thank you for joining us for the NABIP Healthcare Happy Hour, the official podcast of the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals. Before we begin, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The podcast is distributed on these platforms every Friday and is included in NABIP's weekly member-exclusive health policy newsletter, The Washington Update, giving you a head start on your healthcare happy hour. As of June 18th, Agents and brokers who operate in states with a federally facilitated marketplace must obtain documentation that consumers they are working with have reviewed their eligibility for applying for coverage. Agents and brokers must also obtain documentation that the consumer consents to work with them when enrolling in advanced payments of the premium tax credit and cost-sharing reduction payments. On this week's episode of the Healthcare Happy Hour, sponsored by Agency Block. I am joined by Agency Block Product Director Sarah Brammer and Engagement Manager Neil Price to discuss the new rule and what steps you can take to ensure compliance. So, welcome to the podcast, guys. Before we get into it, would you mind briefly introducing yourselves and Agency Block? Yeah, I'm Neil Price. I mentioned before, I'm Engagement Manager here at Agency Block, and I've been here since 2017, and I'm over here with uh, Sarah Brammer as well. Yeah, my name is Sarah Brammer. I've been with Agency Block since 2020, and I'm the product director at Agency Block. So my role is really understanding the needs, the problems facing our users, and coming up with solutions for how we can help you solve them. So Agency Block is the number one agency recommended management platform that supports life and health insurance agencies with a suite of industry-specific solutions and services. That includes things like sales enablement, quoting, client and policy management, commissions processing, and a ton more. So as I mentioned, individual market agents who operate in one of the 30 FFM states have new requirements to meet. I'd like to note for our listeners that NABIP is working on a model consent form that you can all use with your clients, and we expect to release that in the coming weeks. That being said, regarding the consent form, would you mind delving into the specifics of what CMS is now requiring of these agents? Sure. So the new consent to contact regulations that have come out this year are intended to provide greater protection for consumers who are purchasing marketplace or ACA policies. And really in a nutshell, agents are now required to obtain consent to contact prior to discussing or enrolling a client in a plan. So it's similar to the scope of appointment that agents are required to obtain when selling Medicare policies, but there are some differences. And the kind of big takeaways, I think, from the regulation are that CMS does not prescribe a standard format or process. So you do have some flexibility with how you gain the consent. You can obtain the consent in person, over the phone, or electronically, but a signature is not explicitly required. And the record of consent must include the individual, employer, or employee's name, the date the consent was given and the name of the agent or brokers to whom the consent was given. A common question that we're receiving is how long this lasts. So once consent is given, does CMS specify how long that consent lasts? 
So they do not explicitly say any kind of expiration. So there's no expiration once you get that consent. It will last forever, but you do have to retain proof of that consent for up to 10 years. Additionally, it can be revoked by the client at any time. Correct. In which case, yes, you'd need it. Then you'd need another consent to re-engage with them. So that being said, how can Agency Block help with these new requirements? Yeah, so we have, as Neil sort of said earlier, Agency Block, we're a CRM or an agency management system. So we have a variety of ways our clients can use Agency Block to handle these new consent to contact rules. I'm going to hit on kind of three of them that we think are maybe would be the most popular or the most useful. The first one, the first option would be to get that consent via email. So if you're using Agency Block to track your book of business, you can use our email marketing. So you can set up an email marketing campaign where you could filter the specific consumers you want to email. So you would filter out your list to all of those contacts that you need consent from. And you'd have the option to send email also using our automated workflows. So if you use our email marketing campaign, that's sort of a one fell swoop. You, you select a group of clients, you send off that request for consent. We also have automated workflows. So those are based on like triggers and actions if you want something more automated. And so, uh, for example, you could set up a workflow so that every time you, you uh, change the status on one of your contacts to say consent to contact needed, the system will automatically trigger an email that consumer asking for that consent. And you mentioned NABA creating a template form. This is a point where they could, you know, you could insert that form into your emails if if that's the route you want to go, or you could manually type up your email, making sure you're just hitting on all the points that we talked about earlier. Make sure you capture all of, of the requirements. So then once that consumer receives that email, you can set up something called email forwarding an agency block. So all the consumer has to do is um, reply to the email. So they would either uh, reply with the attachment of their signed form, or they can just reply, you know, yes, I consent. Agency block will automatically receive that email. We'd find the corresponding contact and we'd attach a copy of the email. So at that point, you're done. We store that record. You know exactly where it is. When you go to look up that contact, you've got that information and you know, you don't have to worry about that holding on to that for 10 years because we'll do that for you. Uh, So then the second option would be to get signed consent using our Zapier integration. So even though I did say a signature is not explicitly required, it is a nice option to have. It can feel a little more official to the consumer. Again, this would be a, a place that you could take that model consent form and utilize. But if you're not familiar with Zapier, it is, it's a pretty powerful automation tool And it lets you create automated workflows between different platforms. Those workflows are called Zaps. And you could set up a Zap between Agency Block and DocuSign or a similar application that allows for e-signatures. I think DocuSign is probably the one most people are familiar with. So similar to my previous example, you could set it up so that every time the status on your contact changes to consent to contact needed, the Zap would automatically trigger It would email that form to the client. The client would get it in their email. They would open it up. They would DocuSign it. They would submit it. And then Zapier would know to send a copy of that back into Agency Block and attach it to your record. So again, same end result. Your consent to contact is captured on the record. It's there for 10 years. Um, It's it's a pretty uh, hands-off 
you know, once you set it up once, it'll run every time. And then the third option is to get that consent over the phone. Uh, and that would work best if you're using a VoIP system or an internet-based phone system. And you'd want to have a standard script that you're reading off. Again, make sure you're hitting on all of the points and questions that need to be answered so that you're always compliant. But obviously, if you're getting it over the phone, you need a recording of that and you need to store it. And you can do that in Agency Block two different ways. One, we have a direct integration with a VoIP provider called Intels. And if you're using Intels, those call recordings automatically are captured and stored on the record again for 10 years. So that one's pretty hands off. The other option uh, would be to use Zapier again. So Zapier supports a handful of phone systems. The two we've had success with are Ring Central and Vonage. And basically, again, you'd set up a Zap or a workflow so that every time a call ends, gets recorded and automatically sent into agency block and attached to the client's record. So again, you're done, you set it up once, it runs every time. So kind of in some involved steps, but really it's, it's uh, you know, you do the work up front to just set up your process and then it's pretty hands-off, you know, going forward. Well, all of that sounds incredibly useful. In addition to what you've already said, how do you think an AMS can assist agents and brokers in complying with this new rule? Yeah, that's a great question. So what we're finding is uh, this will probably resonate with anyone listening. You know, the regulatory landscape is constantly changing and it's changing pretty rapidly year over year. We're seeing more rules introduced each year. And what we hear from agents is that it's it is difficult for them to stay up to speed and on top of all of the regulatory changes. So, you know, you really want to position yourself so that you can respond and adapt to those compliance changes, not just this consent to contact, right? Because this is, you know, that's this year, you're going to have another regulation next year and so on. And, and you want to be able to, you know, you don't want it to throw your process and your business for a loop when those are introduced. So really the best way to, to you know, prepare yourselves is to leverage technology. That's going to be your most scalable and long-term solution. And at Agency Block, you know, we are an AMS or an agency management system specifically, even though, you know, we, we operate also as a CRM, but really we cater specifically to life and health agents. So when these types of changes are introduced, you know, we're here watching for those two. We're reacting and problem solving so that you don't have to. So even though it might feel daunting to take on a new technology or to, to bring on an AMS if you've never used one. It is really worth it in the long run if you want to stay compliant and you want to stay competitive and if you want to grow your business. So does Agency Block currently have any discounts available for NABIB members? Yeah, we've had an awesome partnership with NABIB for several years now. And thanks to that, what we can do is for NABIB members that are new to Agency Block, we'll have a link in, in these show notes that come over to sign up for agency block, we do have 50% off of our standard import fees, which depending on the platform you're coming from can add up to be something quite substantial for you. It is now time for the NABIP Healthcare Happy Hour Toast of the Week. So who are we toasting to this week? Yeah, I think we should toast to all the agents out there, you know, reacting to this new regulation and, and dealing with it. Good luck. And I think that's who we should toast to. Cheers. Thank you for joining us for NAPIP's Healthcare Happy Hour, the official podcast of the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals. For more information on NAPIP's government affairs efforts or to become a member, 
visit napip.org.